podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hello, Dolphin fans. Yes, that's right. We're back with yet another season of previews and reviews of your Miami Dolphins. Each week, we will discuss the upcoming game, analyzing the opponent, and then follow every game with a review show with all the highs and lows of the game. This season looks to be one of the most exciting seasons we have had in a good while, and we are really, truly excited to be there every step of the way. So please look for us and follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please feel free to leave comments after each show, as we truly appreciate any feedback. Now let's kick off this week's show. And it's another Fin Fans podcast. Today I'm here with the Ragonis. How are you guys? What's going on, Fin Fans? Hello, 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 doll fans. Woo! December win. Fun times, win. guys. Fun times. Fun times. A December win ahead of the game. Already from last year, right? A lot oh, to look yeah. forward to, too, you know? Yes. Santa, you know, get to watch Rudolph and Frosty over the next couple of weeks. Do you leave milk and cookies out? Uh, I do not. Chris? Chris did when he was younger. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chris did when he was younger. I don't know if he still does it, but no, we don't. Not not without uh, Chris in the house anymore, you know. Well, if you were the Miami Dolphins, what would you be hoping for for Christmas? Go ahead, Chris. A win against Dallas on Christmas Eve. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, could you? I mean, you know how much fun that's going to be? Are you going to try? You're not going to go to that game, Chris, are you? I am going to do everything in my power to go to that game. Really? So I'm yeah, 95%. I know a couple people that have season tickets that are talking about not going. So I have a Isn't couple different. Um, yeah, but I mean, I get it. No, I mean, Christmas holiday, I get, I get stuff, it too. Yeah. yeah, I get it too. But I would think that, you know, it's it's a special reason to go to the game, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it. Listen, if, if you go, Chris, it'll be great. Um, you know, as far as your question, Mike, you know, a, um, you know, a guaranteed playoff spot with a guaranteed home home game prior to that Christmas Eve would be ideal. Yeah, have you it know? locked up. So have it locked up, you know, the division and at least one playoff game. That is something that we have not had since when, guys? Uh, the playoff game against Baltimore, <laughs> which I believe yeah. we were at, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was, and not, that a, was not a fun that, game. <laughs> Pennington at quarterback. What year was yeah. that? Uh, 2008. Yes, 2008. Okay. Did we have another one after that? No. I don't think we did. Nope. My goodness. And then the one before that was against the Colts that we snuck into right. when I was a kid. I was like five years old. Yeah. Wow. But you didn't have to say that. <laughs> Jesus. Well, we snuck in near the end. But anyway. No, I paid for my ticket. <laughs> I don't think you were there for that game, were you? I, was definitely, I was definitely there. I oh, was against sitting, the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was sitting um, on the uh, home side. Okay. All right. So. Yeah, we uh, that's what I'm hoping for, you know, is that going into Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve that, you know, we're at least locked in. And then, you know, if we get some wins, you know, against Buffalo and against Baltimore and against Dallas, you know, we get that that number one seed and don't even play the first week. But 
one step at a time. You know, the first thing is to win and get, you know, you know, guarantee that uh, division win and at least a home a home playoff game. Well, you know, it's it's fun for us to look ahead, Lewis, but yeah. you don't want the team looking ahead. You want the team looking at Tennessee. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, are we going to the championship game, guys? I think, never know. I think we can. No, I'm saying physically. Are we going? Oh yeah. If they get you never there, know. we're putting it on. We're putting it on your uh, your what what is it? The black card. <laughs> we're, we're the American going, Express. We're, yep, we're all going on lose American Express. That'll be, be the day. Well, we'll see, Mike. That, that we'll see how. We'll see if you're a good moderator for the or the yeah a good uh, a good host here for the next month, and then <laughs> Santa may grant you. Uh, <laughs> something very special <laughs> so anyway um yeah so we got the uh titans right well first mm-hmm. we got any news guys you know baker injury wise well, there is news but you know what mcdaniel talks in maybes he doesn't talk in definite so right you know he, he's saying that uh armstead is day to day uh-huh but we're we're okay with our backups there you know he made sure to say that yeah And uh, Hunt, I guess, is week to week. Okay, yeah. I mean, this may be another week where, you know, you just sit those guys and you try and get by, you know, without without them injuring themselves because then obviously, you know, as the the, uh, season progresses and as the tougher games come about, you want these guys somewhat healthy. You know, Armstead, Mike, Chris, you know, I don't know if regardless of – of what happens with him, it doesn't make any difference. This guy hurts every friggin' muscle and bone in his body, it seems, from week to week. It's always something completely different. So, you know, I mean, we need him down the stretch, you know, and, um, you know, I don't know if it really makes a difference if we rest him or not, because every it, time he comes it doesn't, back. because he rested all offseason <laughs> and nothing changed. Yeah. Nothing's it's, changed. It's crazy. His offseason, Mike, his whole career, basically. Yeah. 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 With Hunt, I mean, it, this is a whole new thing. Go ahead, Chris. I was going to say it's crazy that last week he was on the injury report for a couple things, and then Sunday he gets hurt. He hurts his ankle, which wasn't even on the injury report. So it's like right. with him, he's constantly battling three, four different injuries. Mm-hmm. Yep. What we really, What we really lucked out on is that Baker didn't tear anything in his knee. They're saying that he's week to week and that he should be back for the playoffs. So I mean that's that's huge for us because he finally is starting to come into his own in this defense. And Duke Riley did a pretty good job coming in last week. Duke when, Riley when did he, a fantastic. Yeah, job. when he got hurt. But um, long term, I mean, we're definitely going to need Baker back for the playoffs. Yeah, the Baker situation i mean that's that's ideal because you know what you don't miss a guy i know people complain about him but you don't miss somebody until they're gone and then you realize you know what this guy really isn't a bad football player um i love duke riley i think he's a really good like a hustler type of player but you know baker man he's a veteran you know you don't want to lose veterans like that at this time of the season and for us to have lost him for the rest of the year would not have been a good thing. So let's just hope, you know, he misses maybe a couple weeks and then, you know, he gets back in, you know, near the end of the season going into the playoffs. So he gets, you know, he gets um, football ready again, so to speak, you know, with live action rather than just practicing week in and week out. 
you know, we should be in good shape. But if you guys listen to the uh, the telecast, you know, the guys that were um, announcing the game last week, and I cannot remember who it was, all they talked about, I think it was Schlereth, wasn't it? All they talked about was the depth that we have. Yep. And he, you know, he said it on a few different occasions in regard to, you know, Phillips being out and look who you have. You got Van Ginkel here. Um, that's just playing a lights out game. And then the same thing when Baker went down, Riley came in. And as you mentioned, Mike, he had a fantastic game and across the offensive line, you know, it's the same situation. We've had guys in and out. Yeah. And at the end of the games, the last couple of weeks, it's been the offensive line and the running game that has just killed time off the clock and has allowed us to just, you know, keep two on the bench um, and not bring any starters out. They just hold on to the football. and I mean, the starters back in or anything like that. They hold on to the football. They drive it down the field. They take minutes off the clock. And that was with a couple, couple backups again last week. So, they're doing a really, really good job depth-wise. Everybody that's stepping in is doing great. I mean, this is not something that normally happens with our team. You know, usually when we have guys get hurt, there's a major drop-off and you see a big difference. Um, this year, guys, th- that's not the case. No, it's not. I mean, you know, by, behind Kahoo, you got Needham, and you can go all the way across the board. You know, yeah. you, you've got players who can Sa- come in and play. Safeties, Brandon Jones came in and did a decent job last week and replaced a Holland. And the amazing thing about all this, guys, is the fact that our draft picks, guys are just not part of the equation. Smith, I, I you know, you barely see him play. Tyndale again. You know, when we, even when we have injuries to some of the linebackers, I think he played and stuff. three snaps last week. How yeah, many? Three. Three. Yeah. They brought um, Smith and uh, Tyndale in for that last series last week. Yep. We're not getting contributions from a lot of our draft picks, but the good thing is, is that you know some of these other guys that we've kind of got off of scrap heaps and whatnot are coming in and doing a pretty good job. You know, for the most part, they're keeping the team together. And, you know, as long as we we keep the, you know, um, pedal to the metal, especially early in games, I think we're going to be fine going forward. You know, they just have to be aggressive on both sides of the football, which I thought was fantastic to see this past week. And hopefully they do the same thing this week against Tennessee. Yeah. You guys want to talk real quick about Hart Knox? Yeah. Let, you want to go first? No, go ahead. I just talked for a good 10 minutes it was a pretty pretty good episode um i thought that they were doing like you know one week they do offense next week they do defense but uh last night's episode was um mainly around van ginkle they were talking to to him and his wife about his journey to the nfl how he started off in a juco and then kind of worked his way up to get to that d1 school and then um just a really good story. I mean, I love seeing guys who, you know, they weren't top guys coming out of high school and, you know, they went to Alabama and those type of schools. This guy really grinded it out to get to where he's at. And it's just awesome to see how he's playing right now. I mean, to think that we almost let him walk too. I mean, 
big kudos to Fangio for that because when he came in, I guess he personally called. Let me Van tell Hinkle. you real quick how I see this guy. Okay? Uh huh. I see him a lot like we saw Zach Thomas. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. he came in and he overachieved, and that's what this guy is doing. Absolutely. Okay, go ahead, Chris. So what were you saying in regard to Fangio? He's pretty much the reason why Van Ginkle's back on this team. I mean, he called him personally and told him, you know, we we see a, a big role for you on this defense. Mm-hmm. And we've seen it this year, whether he's playing on the edge or whether he's playing in the middle. I mean, he's just he's just the guy who makes plays. And honestly, I mean, I said it a couple weeks back when Phillips came back and I was like, man, it's like, I know we got Chubb and Phillips, but I love seeing Van Ginkle on the edge because I feel like that's where he plays the best. And we He's saw it six, last week. He's a rated edge rusher by yeah. PFF. I mean, when you see a guy make a pick six like he did last week, I mean, when you watch the play, it may look easy, but I mean, he's he's just playing at he's playing at such a high level. It's it's great to see, and I think he's he's definitely a guy that we have to keep. I mean, I know we have a lot of guys we have to sign this off season, but I mean, he. Him right now, I mean, he's playing at a very high level. 90.7. What did that play remind you of, Mike? Just think about it. A.J. Dewey. That's correct. A.J. Dewey in the championship game against the Jets. Similar play. Very similar. Let me throw something else at you, you know, from hard knocks, Mike. I'm going to give you a little um, question here. What do you think uh, Van Ginkle named his son? (laughs) <laughs> his first name <laughs> his first name what do you think he named him oh boy i don't know what do you name him ripkin <laughs> love it so what's short what's what's short rip, for ripkin r- yeah rip van winkle did you did you pick up on that chris yeah rip van, rip winkle. van ginkle <laughs> this this kid's gonna have to go through school <laughs> <laughs> dealing with that that's I, I think it's hysterical it you is. know and um me and vicky were just cracking up laughing about it uh, as we as we were watching it we thought it was just she said no they did not do that did that's they? what i'm and thinking said, no they did not they they did. Did. Yeah, van that's, ginkle that's, that's awesome yeah so but you know mike he's a very humble guy and um I mean, it was great to see him and to see the type of person he is because he's just a fighter. He just goes out there and, um, you know, they do need to re-sign him without a doubt because this guy literally could be a star in the league. He's a football player. He's a football player. His his instincts are just – he just knows how to play the game, period. He's been in the right place at the right time for the four years that he's been here, basically. I mean – when he's in the game, years. good things happen. Absolutely. He's gotten he's got, better each year. Too, and he's got you know, three I mean. career touchdowns for a guy that, you know, it's not even an everyday starter, right? An every week starter. Um, he's got three career touchdowns now. Now, how many defensive players do you know that have that many, you know, in the, in the, uh, you know, the role that he plays, sort of a, like a backup pretty much his whole career? Especially as, um, an, as, as an edge rusher, too. You know, it's not like yeah. he's a middle linebacker, or, you yeah. know. He reminds me more of a linebacker than anything else, you know. Um, you know, he, he reminds you of the, 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 the typical linebacker way back, you know. That's what mm-hmm. he reminds you of. And I know they line him up as pretty much a D-end, so to speak, and they now call it an edge player. But, you know, I, I look at him as a linebacker, much like Dewey, Mike, you know. Yep. 
and yep, Brzezinski they, they and those around. type of guys. Yep. yep, they do. I love it. I love it. Love the guy. Can't say enough about him. I mean, he's going to be in a very important part of our of our defense going forward. Um, if Derrick Henry plays this week, that's going to be very interesting because he is a little undersized. That's um, exactly it. Yep. And, you know, when you play against that type of line and that type of um, running back, you know, then you start seeing, you know, maybe a, a little bit of weakness in him. But going forward, um, you know, with the rest of the schedule, you don't really see it. This is the big week because you got a big bruising running back that you may have to go up against. Yeah, another thing that was really great about Hard Knocks last night was on that second Tyreek touchdown, he came back to the sideline and told Tua, don't ever throw that ball like that, man. Or like he was like kind of making fun of him or whatever because he had to readjust Adjust. to it. Yep. But then when the um, offensive coordinator, I think it was, brought the iPad over to Tyreek and he rewatched the play, right. he was like, damn, I messed up on that actually because he was kind of tailing inside and the safety was not yep. right there. But if Tua throws that ball to the inside, it gives right. the safety a chance to make a play at it. So he yeah, actually threw. You're talking yeah, about. he actually threw a really good ball on that, and then it was funny to see Tyreek say, "You know what? I'll admit when I'm wrong. That actually was a perfect pass." So, yeah. and then you see Tua and Tyreek just you know messing with each other. It's just it's awesome to see how much fun these guys are having because I think it has an effect on how they play and how. You know, they come to practice every day and they just love what they do. You know, we're seeing it, you know, the yeah, production we, on the we've field. We've seen so. some teams here that hated what they do. And yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can see the difference. You know, you can yes. smell the difference. Absolutely. I, yeah, these guys are, they're having so much fun. I mean, how, how do you not have fun when that you're, roller when you're coaster beating? thing they did in the end zone? I mean, that you was, could just that was the see best. it on all their faces. You know, they were just having a great time. Yeah. Yeah. And they practiced that. You know, they yep. showed them practicing yeah, it, yeah. you know, before the game, you know, as the show was progressing, you know, earlier they would say, mm-hmm. okay, this is what we're going to do. And then lo and behold, you know, they, they did it on, well, I think it was the very first uh, yeah. touchdown, right? Yeah. Yeah. Three, yeah. three plays in. One. Three plays in. I mean, just yep. beautiful stuff to Fun say. stuff. So how will our offense attack their defense, Chris? It's all going to start off with us running the ball. I mean, we ran the ball really good last week. I think we see a lot more of that this week. That's going to open up the play action. One of their, probably their best defensive player, Jeffrey Simmons, has already been ruled out. So that's going to hurt them a lot. I mean, between him and a couple of the other D linemen, I think they have like 12 to 15 sacks between all of them. So, I mean, that's definitely the... um strength of their defense is that line. So having him out is definitely going to hurt. And I think that's going to allow us to run the ball to that side specifically. I mean, looking at their defense other than their line, I mean, their linebackers, I'm not sure how they're grading out, but they're not really great. I mean, their defensive backs aren't really anything crazy either. So, I mean, I think, I think we start off with a run heavy approach, but honestly, I think we're going to be able to run and pass the ball against these guys. Yeah. Gibson has a good grade at uh, left inside linebacker. Okay. Yeah. They're, you know, the way I look at this game is this, is that, you know, they've, they've got a, 
middle of the road defense. You know, they're ranked 17th overall. Yep. But their secondary, their their pass defense is ranked 23rd. When you've got a team in the bottom bottom third of of the league, you know, I think that uh we can pass the ball on them. We can pass the ball on just about anybody in the league. But when you've got a team that's, you know, that's ranked in the bottom third, as I said, uh, you attack them. And, you know, I, you know, I, I tend to think, Chris, that they should try and uh, just, you know, put them down early and have them trying to play catch up with the rookie quarterback. Um, you know, you don't want to get into a situation to where, uh, you've got a nip and tuck game and, and Derrick Henry's, you know, get able to get the ball a lot and to just pound it out, pound yeah. it out, pound it out. You know, you want them to have to play catch up and to try and score points because they're not a dynamic offense either. No. So, you know, I think if we go pedal to the metal early, much like we did against Washington and try to bury them quickly, and then grind it out, you know, I think that'd be, you know, a little bit better scenario. But who knows? I mean, they may come out and play a very vanilla game this week, you know, much like they have in the past. Hopkins and Ramsey is a, is a big matchup on that side of the ball. Yeah, that, that's definitely going to be a fun matchup to watch. Absolutely. But, you know, as far as, you know, our offense, I mean, you know, we've got the number one offense in the league and you know I don't want to see us handcuff ourselves you know I don't I want to see some of these other guys get incorporated on a given week you know like Barrios and Craig and don't get cute and don't get cute exactly (laughs) just get them the football every now and again you know get get people thinking that man you know what we yeah we'll take Tyreek out but you know, they've got these other guys that are more than capable and, um, you know, start getting them involved. And I don't care who it is. I mean, it could be Cedric Wilson. Yep. It doesn't make a difference to me. You know, just get another guy incorporated um, into this into this offense and get them familiar with, you know, with their role, you know, down the stretch. Um, you know, Buffalo did it years ago. Who was the slot guy there, Chris, that came over from Dallas? I can't remember his name. Cole that Beasley. Cole Beasley. Yeah. I mean, he became a major factor for yeah. them as their season progressed. And, you know, that was outside of Diggs and Gabriel Davis and those guys. And, you know, he moved the chains over and over again. You know, I want us developing that type of guy in our offense to where, you know, there's not only just the one option or the two option. You know, you want option number three from that receiver position. And I hope they establish somebody in that role going forward. I think it's going to be vital, and, you know, especially playoff time when you start playing these better football teams. And, you know, over the next month, you know, we've got some of those playoff type teams. So I yeah. think I'd like Mc, to see Daniel's thinking is, you know, we can, we can beat anybody's pass defense with Waddle and Hill. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's not as urgent for him to get that third person, you know, acclimated to the offense as much, you know. Do you agree with that philosophy, though, Mike? No, you know I don't. Yeah. Um, right, okay. I think when you spread the ball around, you're harder to defend. And yeah, that's absolutely. just how I think. But, right. you know, I mean, I can't fault him because nope. these guys are good. Not yeah. when you got the number one offense. You can't really fault yeah. him, you know. Yeah. But um, And, you know, there hasn't been any snags up to this point. But, you know, my concern, again, is, you know, the, the type of football teams we're going to be playing over the next month. 
Exactly. And then you're going to be playoffs. playing some of the top defenses in the league in the next yes. month. You're going to, right, Dallas, Baltimore, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so, you know, at that point, you know, you have to have more guys contributing because you know they're going to do, you know, they're going to do everything possible. They're to more take. talented. It's easier for them to lock down a guy like Hill, you know. Absolutely. And the running backs have to get more involved catching the football. I mean, you saw that one time A-Chan caught the ball in the flat. Loved it. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. he stopped on a dime and and got at least another 10, 15 yards when it looked like he was going to go out of bounds. His momentum, yep. the whole nine yards. He's got he's got a lot of talent. Oh, like, he's, we've yet to see him reach his peak. Absolutely. He does it so effortless, effortlessly, too. It's like when you see him run, it's like yeah. it doesn't – it's almost crazy the to way uh, the way that he like how Le'Veon Bell used to do it in a sense where he'd kind of like stop for a second and yeah, then yeah, get going again and yeah. he's he's just he's awesome to watch man and it, he's running in full speed he and can it just, jump cut I yeah mean, he's 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 got quick feet for sure he is he is a player absolutely he's a player going forward that you got to be excited about you know and. Um, uh, we've got him for at least a couple more years here. And, you know, I think he's going to be, as, as long as he can stay healthy, because he's not a very big guy. And he does, Chris, you mentioned it from early on, you know, when you were watching film on him, you know, when they drafted him out of college, that for a, for a guy that's not very big, he runs hard. He does. I mean, he, he will run tackles. through tackles. He breaks he's tough. Yep. He's a very, very tough He's got all that great speed, but on top of that, he's he's not shy. He's about agile getting and he's hit. tough. Yeah. So you know the the only concern with him is you know the fact that he's not overly big. Can't can't and, overuse him. Right. No. Yeah. Him not and over- him and Mostert complement each other yes. very well. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. And the fact you got Wilson, you know, and uh, you know him as a, a third leg. I mean, listen, this team is in pretty damn good shape up to this point in the season. So let's just hope we stay healthy through this game and um, you know, and uh, into the playoffs because there's there's a lot of depth here and it's a lot of good depth. So uh, we got to take a break, Mike. Yes, we do. Well, All we'll right, be right back. All right, Lewis, we are back. How do you see it this week? Well, we're talking about our defense against their sure. offense now. Yeah. So, you know, our defense against their offense. Their offense is 27th in the league, okay? So they are at the very, very bottom offensively. Um, and our defense now, guys, has now snuck up to number six in the league. and Quietly uh, moving up. We keep moving up. I mean, God, we were 22nd at one. And I say this every week, and I know people are probably getting tired of listening to it. But well, there's a lot of things you say every week. We keep moving up. <laughs> and now we're sixth overall, eighth against the rush, 11th against the pass. So, I mean, we're, we're, going, up, we're going up big time here. And going into the playoffs, top five defense with the number one offense, I mean, Guys, that's a great combination. So back to their offense. Let me interrupt you a minute. Sure. This defense totally changed when Ramsey came in. Yeah. And that tells you how important a quality cornerback is. Agreed. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he's, he's extremely important. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, overall, Mike, 
you know, even with, you know, the addition to Ramsey, there's guys just playing at very high levels. I mean, no doubt. No doubt. But my, my point is that when the corners are making that quarterback hold the ball a half beat longer, it allows yes. Van Gingle to get there, you know, and allows really guys took to us to, to another level. Well, they're sure. not even challenging our corners. And when they do, you know, X Man made a phenomenal play Man. in the end zone uh last week i mean my goodness i mean how many guys make that play i mean that's a touchdown without yeah. committing pass interference too because at right. first i was like oh yeah, no did, you, he, did he get there early and then when they too. showed the replay it's like man i mean a just, perfect play and he does it that per- it was perfect. every any most times when people try to go deep on him i mean it's the same result he doesn't yeah. really allow I mean, last year when he was banged up with that groin, he gave up a couple deep plays to Jamar Chase and guys like that. But, you know, that's going to happen from time to time. And especially yeah, if paid, the guy's playing with, too. <laughs> with pulled groins on both sides. So, Yeah, I mean, so, you know, with their offense, you know, with the rookie quarterback, Levis, I mean, I think that you have to come out aggressive like they did last week against Howell. Um, Howell is an exceptional guy in the pocket. I mean, he did a great job avoiding sacks and, and then turning it into running. He, he's very good, you know, for a rookie. This kid, Levis, has got a good arm and everything, but he's not nearly the runner that, that Howell is or the guy, you know, the escape artist that Howell was last week. So, you know, you got to get to a point where you're pressuring him and putting pressure on him to make mistakes and they just got to come out aggressive. I mean, aggressive, aggressive, aggressive against Mm. a guy like this. I expect a lot of play action. Oh yeah. Well, without a doubt. I mean, again, you know, the key to this game is Derrick Henry and just stopping him at the line of scrimmage, you know, let them try to grind it out, which is what they're going to do. I mean, that would be a smart game philosophy. Sure. You know, I think they're going to attempt to try and run the football, you know, hold the football, keep it away again, keep it away from our offense and try to control the clock to keep it not, to keep it tight. The Dolphins have to put like eight guys in the box and just let our corners do what they do, yeah. let them line up. I know they have some decent players you know, in regard to receivers and whatnot. Um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is outstanding. They've got a, a young kid that hasn't really done much up to this point in um, uh, Burks. Uh, he's had a really, really piss poor season. I know he's been banged up a little bit. Um, but, you know, Hopkins against Ramsey or X-Man, I think they can do a decent job on him. Um, you know, there are other receivers and their tight end I'm not overly concerned with. Um, it's it's Derrick Henry. You know, put eight guys in the box and say, okay, guys, you know, pass the ball, try to pass the ball against us. We've got eight guys in the box. I'd love to see gap blitzes from the linebackers to plug up holes so Henry has nowhere to go. You know, put them in second and 12, second and 13 situations. And just be aggressive against this this offense because I just don't see enough firepower in regard to them uh, moving the football up and down the field on our defense. I just can't see it. Um, they do have a guy in Tajay Spears who I like an awful lot. He's kind of a scat back. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's an interesting guy because when – 
Henry is not on the field. And if Henry isn't doing well, they like to bring Spears in. Spears has 33 receptions this year. Um, so he catches the ball quite a bit out of the backfield. So, you know, and the other thing that's interesting about the, the Titans is that Derrick Henry has 22 receptions out of the backfield. So they have 55 between the two of them. Those yeah. are their number one and number two running backs. So they do like to throw screens and throw the balls in the flat to their receivers and try and get them going that way. So that's something that we have to be conscious of as well, you know, when we're going against them defensively. But um, they go out there and they just play the aggressive football that they've been playing. And um, I think we're going to be in really, really good shape in this football game. I mean, this is a team that, you know, we should beat pretty handedly. Yeah, and I think a a key guy on our defense, he's playing against his former team too, is going to be David Long. With Baker being out, I think we see a lot of blitzes from him, and I think we see a lot of collisions between him and Henry, given how good he is against the run. And, you know, when guys are playing their former teams, I don't care what they say in the press conferences, you know they it gives them a little bit extra, you know, to go out there and prove why they should have kept them, you know, sure. or whatever mm-hmm. the case may Human be. Human nature. I think, uh, <laughs> I think David Long has a big week this week. Yeah, that'd be great to see. I mean, he is going to have to step up as well as everybody else. You know, I mean, anytime, you know, you lose a guy like Baker who's, who's – Pretty much the senior guy on defense now, right? Him and him and him X and Howard, yeah, yeah. yeah Howard I mean, would be, yeah. Those are the guys, and believe me when I tell you, you know, you don't miss a guy until he's gone. I mean, there's importance there. You know, these younger guys look up to these guys that have been on the team for a while, and when you look over and they're not there, it does make a difference. And um, mm-hmm. You know, the good news is, is again, you know, we've got a capable guy as far as I'm concerned and Duke Riley, you know, Pierre Paul, you know, maybe you see a little bit more of him, you know, pass rushing this week. That'll be interesting, right? Because now you've got, you know, him possibly in the rotation along with Ogba coming in for Van Ginkle and, and some of these other guys. And you know what? You know, I wouldn't be surprised if on early downs you don't see an Agba or a bigger guy, you know, in and rotating in and out, you know, when Henry's on the field on first down, if they come in with double tight end sets and that type of thing, you know, you may, you've, you may very well see some of the bigger defensive ends over a Van Ginkle or on early downs. Yeah. But we'll see, you know, it, 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 this is going to be an interesting way to approach on the defensive side. You know, you don't want to be undersized because I think Duke Riley is a little bit smaller guy than Baker is as well on the inside. So, you know, you don't want to see them getting manhandled and Tennessee controlling the line of scrimmage. Maybe we get some Tyndale um, appearances in this game. That'd be nice to see, right? Long and Riley are the exact same weight. Are they really? Yep. All right. 227. (laughs) unbelievable because he doesn't baker just looks like maybe it's just the pads that these guys wear yeah he wears that neck baker's 225 so so they're all right in the same ballpark Mm -hmm. interesting or so they say mike you know they do yeah 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 yeah. sure and it changes what is two what what do they say two is 220 27 pounds (laughs) i'm not gonna lie though and watching the hard knocks last night when they were showing the practice, I mean, Tua definitely looks like he bulked up. I yeah, mean, he, he looks legs. he looks 
not even just his legs, but like his torso. I mean, his arms. Like he definitely, he, he definitely good. gained weight, and they were talking about that on why. Um, He's two seventeen, according to this. Yeah. You know, who, you know who's a beast is Tyreek. I mean, my <laughs> God, that guy has not have he doesn't have a minuscule of body fat on him. I mean, his arms are humongous. And when he stands next to Waddle, Waddle looks like his his son. I mean, yeah. I swear to God, yeah. it's like Waddle's this little skinny, you know, he he doesn't look like he works out all that much. And Tyreek's pounds difference. So. And, yeah, but and Tyreek's legs are yep. so thick. strong. Thick. Yeah. And his and his his biceps and I mean the guy is just he's just a physical specimen with a ton of speed. I mean, it's just he's incredible. He's incredible. And he is at um uh, we were going back and forth with those numbers, Mike, and they were included in in the, uh, last week. You know when they uh, uh, they they updated it pretty quick. So he's had almost fifteen hundred yards for the season with ninety three yeah. catches and twelve yeah. touchdowns. Um, he's having an MVP season. There's no doubt about that. It's a good thing, right? Absolutely, got to have it. You give gotta up five it. draft picks for a guy. Yep. This is this is what this you is what want you expect. Back. This yep. is what you expect. Absolutely. And the same thing with, you know, Chubb. I mean, you know, we were, I think all of us were a little down and out on him with the trade. But, you know, as the season's progressing. He's picked it up. He's yeah, picked he really it up has. quite a bit. You know, yeah. number one draft pick. Maybe we paid a little bit too much for him. But, you know, he, he's a vital part of our defense right now. And, um, you know, who would have, you know, who would have thought in those in those terms, you know, at the end of last season, you know, we were thinking, God, did we make a big, big mistake? Yeah, we here. were thinking, what is this? The guy, he's slow, but exactly. yeah, he but, looks much better this year. Yeah, I think he's playing some of the best football he's ever played. Yeah, even even his best years in Denver. I mean, I know he was dealing with some injuries, but he really is just playing at another level. He now, is not, and, not only his play on the field, but yeah. The way he conducts himself, the way he handles business, I mean, yes. he's just another one of those guys like we were talking about last week, the Ramseys, the Hills, who come in and they're the highest paid guys on the team, but they also lead by example. They're not hot dogs. They're not coming mm -hmm. in half-ass and shit in practice. They come out every day and handle business, and it's really cool to see. If you believe in the PFF grades, he has improved. Um, his, his rookie season, he was 67-4. Then he was uh, 59-4 in 2019. 2020, 70.7. 21, 45.0. I don't know what happened there. Uh, 22, 65, 5, And this year, 84. 84. That's Man. outstanding. Now, yeah. you know, we're going to see, you know, our schedule going against some of the offenses that we've been going up against you know, of late aren't the greatest offenses. But, you know, Dallas and Baltimore and Buffalo, obviously, again, some of these teams that we're going to be seeing down the stretch are really good offensive football teams. And that's when you really need a lot of these guys to step up and make plays. Um, you know, the Lamar Jackson challenge for, for guys like him, uh, the, it, it, it's, it's vital. I mean, those, those guys that play on the edge, at, across the line are going to have to contain the same thing with Josh, with Josh Allen, same exact thing. So, you know, going forward, you know, it's going to be interesting. Um, he's going to be a very important part of the defense, but um, for this week, 
you know, go after the rookie quarterback, knock him on his ass a few times, and we'll be happy and we'll worry about the rest of the season thereafter. Yep. All right. Let's get another quick break in, and then we'll uh, do some predictions. All righty. All right. Chris, who's going to win? <laughs> the Titans. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I was going to say that I think this game's going to go a lot like it did last week, but I think it's actually going to be a little bit worse. I mean, Washington's offense, in my opinion, is a lot better than Tennessee. And um, my prediction, I'm going to say we win – 38 to 7, maybe 38 to 10, something in that realm. 38 to 10. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. What do you say, Mike? Well, I was going to tell you that, actually. Same same score? No, I don't think so. I, I, I think they'll score more than 10 points. Okay. So I'm going to say 35-17, Miami. Okay. 35-17. All right, guys. So... You know, I'm looking at Vrabel, right? You know, he's he's a really, really good head coach, and he's yes, a, he is. he's a good defensive coach. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna uh, take, you know, take something out of the Belichick playbook and and try to take Tyreek out of this offense, right? Which you know, which they may very well do to some extent. I mean, you're never gonna stop them; you just need to slow them down. So I don't expect us to you know to put up the amount of points we did last week unless of course the defense comes up with some big turnovers and uh create some points on their own um i see us winning this game 28 to 10 hmm. i think that their defense is going to do a much better job than washington did last week i mean there's no way you're going to see tyreek you know being defended man to man I think that he's going to play an umbrella-type defense, try to get pressure on Tua any way, shape, or form with blitzes. And um, I think, you know, offensively, we'll do enough because we, that's what we do. But I don't think we're getting into the 30s this week, guys. I see a 28-10 uh, football game here. All right. Oh, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Absolutely. I think we should think we should make a bet on that because I definitely think we're gonna. I mean, you say it all the time. You got to have the horses for the race, and without Simmons, I mean, their defense wasn't great to begin with, and without him, I think their defense drastically is worse. Yeah, he's he is a great coach. I'm not gonna, definitely not going to disagree with you on that, especially a defensive mind. But I just. I don't know. They just don't have the horses to run the race. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I just see them, you know, again, you know, just playing an umbrella type defense and, and trying to blitz to it and get them off his mark a little bit um, and just playing everything in front of them. And, you know, it's kind of, two has just got to be patient in those situations uh, to where he dinks and dunks a lot. Um, you know, let's just hope, listen, I hope you guys are right. I hope we do get in the thirties, but, you know, I just see them trying to keep the game somewhat close. And the fact that they do have a Derrick Henry who could probably get a few, a few first downs here and there and slow the game down a little bit, you know, I just don't know how many more possessions we're going to have unless we go out and just totally dominate like we did last week, which is exactly. a possibility that's, that's as well. That's the plan. That yep, is the plan. that is the plan. And let's hope that is the case. So, all right. All right, I guys. like it. Yes. I like it. How many does Tyreek go for this week, guys? One more prediction, Mike, and then we'll go. Ooh, ooh, does he get to 100? 
I think he gets a hundred. I'm uh, not gonna. I, I'm gonna think so also, but I yeah. don't think it's gonna be easy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he's gonna have an 80 yard and then a 60 yard touchdown right. like he did exactly. last week. But I think that. I mean, even if we are dinking and dunking, you know, Tua throws to Tyreek a lot in those, yep. you know, middle immediate routes. So, I mean, I think he gets to 100. It might be more so something like a 10 catch, 100 yards or something like that. I that. agree. Yep. I agree with that. For I sure. think maybe Waddle too. Waddle gets 100. Oh, because they're nice. going to. What about Barrios? Barrios, <laughs> you, know, you know who I want to see? I mean, Craycraft before he got hurt was really coming into his own as that third leg that you guys always talk about. So I think now that he's been back for a couple of weeks, he should be back up to football speed. And I think we start to see him get incorporated more. I hope we, so. We shall see. All right. All right, guys. Thanks uh, for joining me this afternoon. Yes, Thanks sir. Thanks for having me, Michael. And we will be back after the game. I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Forgive my voice. I've got a little problem, but anyway. You got um, a lot of problems, Mike. Well, <laughs> everybody has problems. All right. So, anyway, thanks for joining me again, and thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll be back after the game, as I said. Until then, fins up. Fins up. Let's get to 10 and 3, Dolphins. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, Finn fans, that's today's show. I want to thank the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Sports Social podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. They've got articles and uh, podcasts, which I think you'll enjoy. All right, until next week, be well and take care. Podcast Network.